the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for His great church. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. What the wicked dreads will come upon him, but the desires of the righteous will be granted. Let us pray, Father God, how we praise you and thank you for this glorious day that you have made unto us, Father God. Help us, Lord God, to rejoice and thereby be glad in it, Father, for you are faithful who promise. O Lord, create in us a clean heart that we may come boldly today before the throne of grace, lifting up your name, Father God. Help us truly to delight ourselves in you, O Lord, that you would give us the desires of our heart to draw close to you, to know you, and to abide in your statutes, Father God. Help us, Lord God, yes, indeed, to seek you, Lord God, with all our hearts, Lord God, that you may be found of us by us, O God. Lord, we bless your holy name. We thank you for a hunger and a thirst for righteousness' sake, Lord God, that we may grow thereby and come to know you for who you are, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for your tender mercies and your steadfast love that is abroad upon us always, God, to walk upright before you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that there's no temptation that has overtaken us that is not coming to man. But, God, because you are faithful, hallelujah, you let us not be attempted above our ability. But with the temptation, you, are, you provide us a way of escape that we may be able to endure, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for our enduring faith, Father God. Thank you for a steadfast love, mercy, and grace that follow us, Lord God, every day. When we don't know what we ought to pray, Father God, you remain faithful because you know the desires of our heart, Father God. Lord, we praise you. We thank you for the faith that you have measured us today to come before you, Lord God. And we pray that all that is said and done be to the glory and the honor of your name. We pray that hearts be open to receive, minds be enlightened of understanding, and souls be saved, Father God. We thank you and we praise you for this day as we do every day. For you are faithful who promise, O God, as it is written, so let it be done. Let all your promises, Father God, be fulfilled through the blood of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Good afternoon, Sunday afternoon, family. We praise you guys for being here. We're just thankful for you guys to continue to tune in and, and listen and support what we're doing here. We're just excited to be here today. We're just we're glorifying God for this day. It's just a special day today. It's Minister Dion's birthday today. Happy birthday, sugar. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. Uh, and I just can't express and I want to echo just as you said the the joy that we have of being here. And yes. we love you, family. Thank you for walking with us and talking with us yes. and Let's continue to grow and make these strides in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And as you were reading, Mother, uh, 
these various different scriptures and as you pray these various different scriptures on desire mm-hmm. you know i had brought this to you and i wanted to elaborate to the family on what it is that desire mm-hmm. you know that desire does for us what is this purpose for yes. us you know we know that desire can be found in god and we are from god and made in his image and his likeness we have desires also. Amen, amen. And today's topic, family, is a godly desire of a Christian lifestyle. A godly desire, the, well, the godly desire of a Christian lifestyle. And we, can, we glean a little bit out of Colossians 3, 1 to 10, and I won't go through the whole uh, chapter, but set your affection on things above and not things of the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear then shall we appear also. Mortify therefore the members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil, evil and covetousness, which is adultery, for which things sakes the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. But now ye put on all these, put off all these things, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communications out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him who created us. Father, how we thank you for the proper reading of your word, and we pray that it will be a blessing to the hearers and moreover to the doers. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And just as you were saying, uh, Minister Dion, having a godly desire is, is, is something you have to will to want to do. It, it's not just one of those things that, they, okay, I'm saved now, and all of a sudden you have altogether God that desires. You have to come to a place that really you desire to please God. You understand? You desire to know him. Amen. Amen. We all have desires. Yes. And the Bible warns us about this instinctive human feature that we have, just as you read in Colossians chapter 3, their mother, and just as Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Mm. Simply due to the fact that the desires create appetite. Yes. Matthew 5, verse 6 here says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, Mm -hmm. for they shall be satisfied. Okay. Blessed are those who desire for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. We all have appetites that have need to be satisfied, but to put desire in perspective, let's examine its roots meaning. Mm. Okay, desire is a derivative from the word fire. It's not just a good song. It's actually the words actually coincide with each other. This is important because one of the four elements of nature, one of the four elements which brings our existence into harmony and stability is fire. Mm. Henceforth, uh, the number four is God's divine number for balance. You know, fun fact. But. God equipped us with the ability to desire. So he pretty much put a fire inside of us because he himself has the same component. This is what we just mentioned while we're made in his likeness. He's he has this fire. So he's put the same fire inside of us. Then he gives us us the instruction to govern such a fire. Yes. Okay. If you look at the components of a home. Okay. There's places in the home that have its purpose. If you take a fire 
and light it in the bedroom, it's going to take down the whole house. If you take a fire, light it in the bathroom, it's going to take down the whole house. But if you take a fire and put it in the kitchen over the stove, okay. it'll feed you. It'll satisfy you. Yeah. If you take that same fire and put it in its place or the fire place, yeah. it'll keep the whole the whole house warm and comfortable. Look at that. So there's a place for it. There's a place for the fire. Yeah. And God is telling us to to govern this fire and put this fire in its place. Yes, yes. So going back even further into to the word desire, into the word fire, you know, historically we've been taught that, you know, maybe the cavemen's discover fire, but we're going to even go past the cavemen. Okay. Because, let's go back to the first place where we've seen the fire lit. Go ahead. So let's open up our Bibles to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 and 8. Okay. And the Lord God formed man of the dust and of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. Mm. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. So the word man in Hebrew is the word ab. This word is a base for many words such as abba, you know, our father, our source, and our sustainer. Yeah. Uh, words like ability, yeah. the condition or quality of being able or abdominal. Mm. Notice that we all seek the most satisfaction in this area. I'm a personal trainer. Absolutely. I'm a performance trainer. And when people come in, the first thing they tell me is, you know, this is the area that I want to work on. Yeah. This uh, this abdominant area, this core area. Yeah. And before jumping into exercises, the most important part of the session and the often most disregarded part is the warm-up. The warm-up is not only to prevent injury and maximize the performance of the actual session, yes. but it raises our core temperature. Mm. Okay. The purpose of the warm-up is to raise the core temperature okay. for the work that is out ahead. Which brings us to the next point. Again, one of the Semitic Synonymous words for Ab is fire. Let's take a step back into Genesis 2, 3, verses 5. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his works which God had created and made. And so the session is, uh, and I'm speaking from a a, a trainer's standpoint here, is already set. The workout is already set. Okay? But God said... Here, now, in order for it to go, in order for this session to happen, in order for this, this, this creation to go, I have to put my desire in place. Mm-hmm. Or I have to put my fire in place. In order for my purpose for this creation to go, I need passion to drive it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> in order for my purpose for this creation to go, I need passion to drive it. How many know that purpose without passion is useless? You got to say it again. Purpose without passion is useless, family. We're repeating this because we need you to get this down in here. I'm going to work Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3 so deep down. Go ahead. He dig it. Because there's a lot of good stuff in here. (laughs) Amen. It's a lot of good stuff in here. Take your time. So then, the Lord God formed man of the dust 
and of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. The, the Lord God planted a garden eastward yeah. in Eden and there he put the man whom he had formed and out of the ground God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and a tree of knowledge of good and evil. So now that I put my passion now that I put my desire, now that I put my fire in place to drive creation, now I can pull these things up. Now I can get the fruit mm. and put the fruit mm. in place and the vegetation and put the vegetation in place. And I can put my tree and life in place and I can put the tree in the knowledge yeah. of good and evil. Now I can set this thing up because I have put my fire in there to govern it yes. and to drive it. Yes, yes. You can see your desired purpose manifesting, you understand? Your desired passions manifesting. And, 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 and simply put, having godly desires means we must long for, hope for, and express our wishes for God and his ways. And why are godly desires important? I mean, there's, ple- there's a plethora of reasons, but one reason that they lead us into our purpose and destiny, as Minister Dion just uh, was saying without God, without godly desires, we cannot fulfill our God-given purpose. Hallelujah! And, and, and it's important that we understand that our purpose and whatever we're doing is to glorify God. And then they enable us our purpose. They the desires that with purpose locked into it, they enable us to live what a holy and righteous life. Hallelujah. And I know we don't talk about this in this culture about holiness too much and not even about righteousness, but it's almost impossible to live a holy life without having the desire to do so. Glory to God. They connect us. Our desires, they connect us to the power of God. The power of God always responds to, as Minister Dion said, our hunger. Amen. Our hunger and a longing for him. A meal don't taste as good as it can taste. When you've been longing and thinking about it all day long. And finally, Amen. you can get to the table and sit down and have that meal that you desire. It, cre- it, it connects us to the power of God. The Holy Spirit is a fire that is shut up in our bones. Hallelujah. Just like in the books of Acts when he clothed the tongue, the Holy Spirit, like a cloven tongue, a fire came upon the disciples. That has to be a burning desire. We, we can no longer mamby-pamby. The desires, they bring unto us the blessings of God. Having a desire for God and his, it brings us into prosperity and, and, and our success. It gives us power and wisdom we need according to Deuteronomy 8 and 18. You understand? Amen. So th- there's a lot, of, a lot of purposes in having a godly desire. And it has to be cultivated. It don't happen overnight, family. But if you keep gleaning, if you keep going back to that fountain of living water, he'll fill you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And God positions us with a purpose Mm. and then tells us put passion behind it. Because God himself is positioned, has divvied out a purpose Mm. and then put his passion behind it. If there's anything, that's why the word said anything that you do. Anything that you do, do it unto me. Unto him. Do it unto me. With diligence. With diligence. Yeah. With faithfulness. Yes. You if know, you're a bus driver, you make sure you turn that bus right and on point, don't run no lights. It should be just as Jesus driving the bus. You better get it and don't miss it. If you're a teacher, it should just be as Jesus is standing up in that classroom. Yes. If you're, if you're a business administrator, if yes. you're a worker for the city, it should be just as Jesus is sitting Serving. in that chair or walking in yes. that position. Serve with excellency. Because, again, the purpose... Mm. has to have a passion 
because God has put us in position. Yes. Put Amen. Amen. So I'm going to go back to the point that, that we made earlier. Why do we naturally look at our our, our, our abdomen to determine what type of shape we are in? Because even, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a believer or non-believer, black, white, male, female, we all have this innate we all have this innate understanding that the core is the center of what we do. The core mm-hmm. is what everything is fixed into. Uh, oftentimes we say we had this gut feeling about a major decision or mm-hmm. something told me or something dropped in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of communication that mm-hmm. happens there in the spirit. Yeah. Because just as God fixed up this beautiful garden and fixed and put man right in the center, put the tree of life right in the center, God has fixed you up and put himself right there in the center of you. It don't matter who you are. Know that God is right there sitting in the center of you. If you have breath and breathe life today, just as he breathed in the life, the breath of life through uh, Adam's nasal, he has breathed in and desires to breathe in. Yes. His breath of life yes. through you so that that fire may ignite so that he can position you so that he can purpose you and so that you can bring a passion and make this life that yes. you have worth living. Worth Fam, living. There's there's a worthy there's a worthiness. There's a valueness in the life that yes. you have, family. Yes. And it, and it calls us to to a a spiritual maturity and, and desires to do that. It'll bring us to to a spiritual maturity it is important for every child of God, as every parent expects their children to grow. Also, God expects us to grow. To grow spiritually, we must crave and desire the things of God. There is no other way, First Peter 2 and 2 says. In the same way, the nursing infant cries for milk. You understand? I got a little grandbaby. <laughs> his name is Kava King, and he loves his mama. <laughs> and he loved that milk. I'm trying to tell you. you heard me? And he lets it be known, Mama, I'm hungry. He'll let you know. He gonna get them rolling his head, wagging and being uncomfortable. <laughs> and she has to stop what she's doing and attend to him. And that's how God, He's pulling in and nudging us to come close to Him, to come up into His bosom as a suckling babe. You heard me? Desiring those things that are pleasing, so He can thrust you forward into the things, into the destiny that He's already set and laid Amen. made ready for you how many of us have left so many things on the table because we procrastinate because we allow this world's distraction to pull us and nudge us away from the things that intimate time and relationship this is something your mother can't give you your father can't give you your family your friends your father, even your best friend your pet dog can't give it to your beloved you have to seek him with your whole heart you got to seek him like a man looking for silver and gold hallelujah as though this is your last opportunity as this may be your last day of life here on earth as you know it seek him beloved don't bypass what we're telling you you understand don't overthink this matter because it's not really that hard it's about receiving it as it is by faith you heard me and the holy spirit will come in and serve with you and sit down with you and begin to minister these things to you and give you drink and give you sustenance you heard me he's that kind of god he's not hiding from us he's not like a bunch of the deadbeat dads that's bobbing and weaving and running from the general's attorney's offices and what have you he's a god that his hands are stretched out that you may desire him because he desires us he said it is his good pleasure glory to god to give us those things hallelujah things that we enjoy he said he came for that purpose that we may have life and that we may have it more abundantly oh it's good to know him family 
And, it, and it's even gooder when you have a desire to want to do it. Ain't nobody got to twist your arm because we already told we ain't here to convince you because if we can convince you into it, anybody can convince you out of it. You heard me? Amen. So we're here to just lay it out and it's for your choosing. He say, choose ye today today, whom you will serve. Will it be God or will it be man? He say, I lay before you life and death. Make a choice. Amen. Amen. This is God's will. God's desire is that you may have your desire. This is why we want to be competent and able because God is able. We are, yes. we make our living based on our ability to serve, you know, whatever, whatever you're getting paid for, you have to offer a service. You have to show an ableness to offer a service in order mm. to get the, the benefits and the payoff the from it. Yes. Indeed, he is Abba, our father, mm. our source and our sustainer. Yes, this is. is a mighty God that we serve. And again, family, he has taken you and he has placed you and is desiring to place you so that you may be of his will and in his will, you know. But unfortunately, God's will until the end of time, of course, I'm not saying that his will is never going to get accomplished because when Jesus Christ comes back, there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth and a new Amen. Jerusalem. His will is going to ultimately come to pass. But his will for your life, uh, unfortunately, it doesn't happen for everybody. Yes. You know, just because God willed it, this kind of answers the age old battle uh, uh, question of you know, why does evil exist? Well, God didn't will that evil exists or have any power. We read in the Bible that the knowledge, uh, the, the the tree of knowledge of good and evil was in the midst of the garden right there in the center. So evil existed in the garden. It just had didn't have any power. And it was in the center of the garden. So God wasn't hiding. it. Amen. But however, this answers that question that not everything that God will actually happens due to our will, because we have a will to decide and choose for ourselves whom we got to serve. Amen. Will it be man? Will it be uh, God? Or will it be mammon? Amen. You know, and things of that nature. I'm pretty sure when the Wright brothers came out with the airplane, they just desired that man would take off and navigate through the skies like none, like none other before in history. They didn't imagine that they would strap it with bombs and strap it with guns and drop hmm. it on countries right, and people brother. and things like yes, that. Yes. That was not. You can't convince me that that was a part of their will. That was not their thought and thinking. But look at God. But again, the the will of man and things like that yeah. skew these things. And so that, that that's the catch right there. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you. I know the will. I know the desire, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. However, Proverbs 16, 1 says to humans belong the plans of the heart. But from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. Yeah. And yes. so God has his desire. We have our desire. So how do these desires coincide? We have to align the fires. Mm. When a fire gets aligned with another fire, it begins to spread. Mm. It becomes more powerful and it takes up more territory. It accomplishes more. And we're going to take that into our part two segment of aligning and how to align your fire with God's fire. Amen. But until then, family... God desires you as his child. We are not born like this other flesh. We have to be reborn into this relationship as his children. And family, if you are tired of trying to do it the world's way, if you're tired of being governed by what corporate America says or uh, the state of your relationship or the state of your finances, and you just want the peace 
You want the steadiness that the world does not offer. It can only be found on the rock who is Christ Jesus. The Bible says that he is the cornerstone that the builders rejected. Mm -hmm. And if you are ready to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and step into your rightful place as his child, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. Yes. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcome in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me yes. as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. Family, if you just uttered those words, heaven is now rejoicing. Yes. The drums are banging. Yes. The wind instruments are blowing. The angels are beckoning at your Hallelujah. coming. Hallelujah. Family, we love you. We, we love, love you dearly. You. Yes, we do. And until next time, one, one voice, voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.